right. Love you all. So I want to first uh, honor my husband. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak. I wouldn't be where I am without you and just keep on pushing me constantly and just, you know, um, washing me with the word of God. So thank you, and I love you. And just being here, um, you know, constantly surrendering um, your time and everything for this church. So thank you. I love you. And I just want to honor the ladies, too, the leaders. Uh, thank you for everything, you know, being there, you know, um, just um, preparing the whole conference and everything was amazing, and I couldn't do it without you ladies. So thank you. I love you ladies, and it's, it was amazing to see how God was working through all of you, and I can't wait to see what he has in store for you guys in the future. So um, my title is, oh, wait, let me pray before. So, Lord, we thank you for today, God. We bless this day, God. We bless this service. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you uh, bless my tongue, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you anoint me, God. Let me speak exactly what you want me to speak, God. I pray you prepare our hearts to receive the word. Let it land on good soil in Jesus' name, God. I thank you for your boldness, God. I thank you for your word in my mouth, God, in my heart. Holy Spirit, just flow to uh, this throughout this whole service, Holy Spirit. I pray just for the prophetic to flow in Jesus' name. We want to see more of your miracle signs and wonders, God. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that we're open to receive and just do whatever it is you want to do, God. And I thank you. Uh, for giving me this opportunity to speak to your, to your children, God. And it's such an honor, Lord, and I just thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So my title is uh, Call to Lead. I think they can pull it up. Cool. So like uh, Pastor Ross already mentioned, um, this is the word that God gave me for the Women's Conference. It's a leadership conference. And so... Um, I just want to encourage you guys, like one of uh, the last words that Jesus um, gave to his disciples is to go out, you know, and uh, reach the world, right? To go out and make disciples, which means go out and lead, right? So that's what we're all called to do is to go out and lead. That's all our uh, part, of, part of who we are, right, as Christians. So um, I wanted to jump into three characteristics uh, to be a godly leader, and obviously there's plenty, like there's a lot more, but these are, I feel like these are the main three points that you need to be, to have, a, to um, walk as a godly leader. So the first one is compassion. And um, you see in the story of Jesus um, that every time when he led, every time that he, when he uh, was there, you know, discipling his disciples, you know, uh, he always taught them to walk in compassion, he, which is love, right? And you see in... Uh, Matthew 14, 14, it says that when he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. And so every time when Jesus moved, he had compassion, right? He was filled with love. So in order for us to lead people, we need to have a heart for the people, right? Because if we don't, we're being led by our flesh. We're being led by, you know, frustration and anger and all that. So it's so important to lead with compassion, uh, the next scripture is Matthew 20, 34. Just to let you guys know, I have a lot of scriptures. They're all so good. I just want to share them all. So um, Matthew 20, 34 says, um, He moved with compassion. Jesus touched their eyes, and immediately they regained their sight and followed him. So see, love opens the door for miracles, right? And um, 
constantly we see that in the story of Jesus. And also another one was uh, when Jesus lost his cousin, you know, John the Baptist. He was going to go to the mountains to pray, have a alone time. But he saw the crowds of people, right, on the, um, I think it was by the shore or something. And he went, he was filled with compassion, to said, and he went and uh, was there for them, right? He started loving on them, even though he was hurt. And as a leader, you're going to have to uh, surrender, you know. You're, you can't uh, allow your, your own, like, desires to get in the way of leading people. Amen? You completely have to die to self, which is always fun, right? So, uh, and the second point is um, character is a servant's heart. And um, a great leader serves others, right? And again, going to Jesus, he constantly served. And uh, the greatest example he gave was when he was washing the disciples' feet, right? Like the king of kings, when you think about it, it's like, oh, my gosh, imagine Jesus washing your feet. Like, how crazy would that be, right? And he did that to the disciples. The disciples were like, no, you know, you don't have to do that. And then later, um, I think it was Peter or something, he said, like, wash my whole body or whatever, you know. But um, so a great leader serves others. And in order for us to have that servant's heart, you have to die to self constantly. It's a daily thing. And like I said, we're all called to be leaders. You know, you can't, you can't like, get away from that. You know, God called you, go and make disciples, go and lead. So in order for us to lead and disciple people, we have to die to self so God could flow through us constantly, right? Not allowing our own, uh, our own mindsets and our own flesh to lead us, but constantly allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us as we t- die to self. And I have some scriptures on that. I'm going to read is uh, um, let's see here. Sorry, let me pull that up really quick. It is Luke fourteen twenty seven, and whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciples. How crazy is that? So we have to, for us to be his disciples, we have to carry the cross. We have to die to self. So when we're dying, his his image uh, starts reflecting more through us, right? We are, our flesh is dying, and he's shining through us. And as we go and lead and go and disciple people, people see Christ in us, right, and not our flesh. Amen? And then Luke um, 9.23 says, Then he said to them, All who... Uh, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up the cross daily, and follow me. Amen? It's a daily thing, a daily process. Um, And then one more scripture. Actually, a lot more, but for now. Um, Where did it go? Okay, John 13, 13 through 17. It says, uh, you call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's, that's what I am. And since I, and since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I do to you. I tell you um, the truth. Slaves are not greater than their masters, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, go. God will bless you for doing them. Amen? As we serve one another, as we're dying to self, serving one another, being there for, uh, for one another, discipling people, we, it says here, God will bless you for doing these things. Amen? 
fulfilling God's will. That's part of our call, right? If you don't know what your calling is, that's part of it. Amen? There you go. Just to answer that question for you. Um, and so for, I know most of you guys know my, you know, part of my testimony. Like, I, um, I went to the internship, and when I was there, I did as much as, like, I really wanted to, like, get out of it and not do the internship, which was, like, a Bible school. But I knew I had to do it. Like, I'm like, I know this is something that's going to be good for me, something that's going to be healthy for me and is going to grow me and stretch me. Because I was, like, a super, like, shy person. I was scared of, like, even approaching people, talking to people, talking in front of people. I'm like, I hate this. Like, no. Like, if they want to talk to me, they will come to me and talk to me kind of thing. So um, I I joined this school. That's where I met Pastor Wes. And I'm like, man, this whole pro- this whole process is, I was like, man, God, this is so annoying, but I know this is good for me, you know? And so I went through that. My, you know, teachers encouraged me, kept on pushing me, you know, you got this, you got this. You know, Pastor Wes, um, we were, like, friends, and then we started dating later. But he encouraged me as well. He's like, you know, you got to be more bold, start approaching people. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not what I do. And so, um, but I had to keep on dying to self, right? I'm like, no, this is something I have to do in order to grow. And everyone has something, you know, something to grow in, right? And uh, we have to do our part in surrendering. Okay, God, I am picking up my cross today, and I will do this, right? And it will grow you, right? And God was going to use you mightily. And if I never decided to do that, and, you know, if I never decided to, like, okay, submit to God, surrender to him, I wouldn't be where I am now. Amen? And so don't allow any fears to stop you, right? Or even, like, um, staying in your comfort zone. Don't, don't let that uh, be a normal thing, a daily thing. Be out of your comfort zone constantly because it's good for you. Amen? And then the third point is, um, third character is uh, humility, having a humble heart. That as a, as a leader, you have to uh, constantly point it back to Jesus, right? Because it's God using you. Like, obviously, God is giving me, you know, the power to speak right now. It's, it's not me. It's not my flesh. You know, he's downloading constantly. And he he's, wants to use each and every single one of you guys. But we have to surrender, submit, and always constantly point it back to God. Amen? Amen. Giving him the glory, giving him the praise. And then uh, the scripture I want to read for that is uh, James 4.10. It says, humble yourself before the Lord, and he will, lift you, uh, he will lift you up in honor. Amen? As we humble ourselves, he will lift us up. That we, We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to give it all unto God, you know, glory to him and give him praise. And Matthew 20, 26 through 28 says, um, but among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be uh, your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve um, others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen? So we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to serve others. That's our job. Amen? As Christians. And we got to see this as an honor, like when God gives you opportunities to serve, when, when your leader says, hey, you know, um, Valian, you, you, you know, I want you to do this or whatever. Like, I, I feel a call that you should do this. Or, you know, if whatever it is, be, see it as honor. See, see it as, ex- like, 
be excited about it because God has chosen you specifically to send a message out, right? And he trusts you to send a message out to, to the children, right? And so when God gives you opportunities, even not even in the church, wherever, like wherever you go, if it's outreach, you know, serving other com- like communities and stuff, see it as honor. Be excited about it. Amen? And obviously the opposite of humility is pride. And when you allow pride in, you won't allow yourself to grow. And like when you're in leadership, um, it's not easy, obviously. You know, you, you constantly have to die to self. You don't care. You, don't, you have to, like, not care of, like, what you want, right? Because that stops you do what God wants you to do. And when you allow pride in, that stops you from growing because you're not receiving correction, right? So um, constantly humble yourself. And when your leader talks to you and comes to you and approaches you, you know, like, oh, there's some things that, you know, you need to work on. Soak that in, receive that, you know, be humble and receive and say, yes, that's something I need to work in because we're here to grow from glory to glory, right? But in order to grow from glory to glory, you have to have a humble heart to receive correction, right? Even when God speaks to you in the secret place, he does it all the time to all of us, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, God, like you really pointed out, you know, my flaw or something that I have to work on. But it's good because he wants you to grow. He wants you to uh, just... um, like rocket forward, amen. Um, so those are the three main characters I want to share. And also another point I have is um, someone me and Pastor Russ listened to is a uh, Craig Rochelle. He's a pastor, and um, he has this awesome leadership broadcast that we love to listen to. And he has lots of wisdom on leadership. And I recommend if you guys you know listen to broadcast, definitely listen to him. But uh, some of, like, I have some um, quotes from him. And one of the things that he said that I love is um, that you don't have to have a title to lead. And I feel like that's something that, um, like, we, our minds are kind of, like, twisted in. Not twisted, but, like, we have a, a weird view of leadership. And I feel like uh, in order for us to go after our passions, go after our call, we have to have, a, a, like, a leadership title. And that's not true, right? Like God says, God told the disciples, go and make disciples. Go and lead. He trusted them, even though they weren't perfect, right? They they had their issues. But no matter, he didn't, Jesus didn't see those issues, right? He's like, no, I trust you. And I believe in the process that you will get healing, right? And so he, he, he blessed them and released them out to bless the world and disciple the world. And so I want to encourage you guys that whatever passion, and that's something that God was, um, the two words God kept like kind of putting on my heart is love, which I mentioned, and passion. Like, what are you passionate for? Like, um, and that's the question I want to ask you guys and really pray on it. If you guys don't know, definitely pray on that because whatever you're passionate for is God's calling for your life. Amen. And if you don't know, like, keep praying and he will answer because it, that's what we're, we're called to do, fulfilling God's will. Amen. And so, um, and I kind of encourage the ladies that when you, whatever, like, you're passionate for, like, I know most of you girls have, like, passion for missions or um, uh, saving these passions, come to us as pastors, as leaders, and say, hey, bring, bring like, a plan 
and say, hey, this is what God has given me. This is one of my passions. And these are the dreams God gave me. These are the open doors God gave me, right? And I want to do something about it. God's been burning these things in my heart. And us as a church, we're supposed to walk in unity. There might be other people with the same passions. And that's how we walk in unity and go out and, and, and do fulfill these things that God wants us to fulfill as a church and as a bride. Amen? And so I just want to encourage you guys, don't be shy, don't be scared to approach us and say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is a, a, you know, a, a dream of mine. This is a passion of mine. Amen? Because I want you guys to exercise your giftings, your passions, and, and I want to see you guys to fulfill God's will. Amen? Not allowing no fear, no laziness, no, you know, any, nothing to stop you from walking in that. And... Um, Um, not only do you need to walk in authority as a leader, you need to have a heart and influence, right? And so, for example, I have uh, the story of Daniel. He had influence, right? He was, that, he was that light in that country. I think it was the Babylon he was in. And he was taken away, right? He was so uncomfortable. Like I said earlier, God will take you and put you in places that you're so uncomfortable, right? I was, like, so uncomfortable in this whole journey of, like, me being in school and stuff. But I knew it was good for me, and I still did it. And um, God will put you places like that, right? But it will grow you. And so Daniel, he was a slave, right? He was not a leader. He was a slave in the country, and he served, um, you know, the people there and stuff. And he uh, constantly... um, chased after his passions and his passion was God right he kept on uh, seeking God had prayer his passion was to pray seeking him and another passion was uh, chasing after righteousness no matter what what like he he didn't eat the food right he he didn't um, like uh, cave into their culture right he stayed strong he was the light and he allowed um, his passions lead him and that eventually affected the whole nation and then they, be, they knew who God was, right, the true God. And imagine when you do that, what, what God will uh, use you, what God will do through you when you start influence people in a good way. Because you could obviously influence people in a bad way or a good way. But we want to do it a godly way, amen? And then another one that didn't have a title as a leader was Paul. Uh, and I mean, he was a leader, but like in this story that I'm going to share was uh, when he was a prisoner in the ship, right? He was obviously not a leader. He was, he was a, um, a prisoner. So there he influenced the people, right? Even though um, he didn't have the authority or anything like that, because uh, he was obviously, you know, um, a prisoner, he, he still had influence over the people there. They saw something different about him, and he kept that, right? Because he had the passion for the people and the love for the people, and that eventually led him to influence people, and people saw something different, right? And that blessed the people. Um, and then the real scripture I want to read is Romans uh, 12, 1 through 2. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in, um, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is the tr- your true and pro- uh, proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve 
what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And like I said, when you're going after your passions, that's God's will for your life, right? And so as you offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him, you will know God's will as you're constantly dying to self because your flesh isn't speaking to you anymore. God is speaking to you, right? And you will know God's will for your life. And then, um, like I mentioned before, um, leadership is not just about power and authority. It's about trust and influence. And uh, one of the quotes that I have uh, is from Craig Rochelle. He said, people would rather follow a leader who is always real than one who is always right. Amen? Being, um, being vulnerable. As a leader, you want to be vulnerable. You want to be open. You want to be able to have uh, people come to you, have people come and trust you, right? And so these are the things we have to recognize. And uh, another example is uh, Joseph. Joseph didn't wait for his authority or his title to match his dream. He walked as an influencer. Amen? Like in prison, right? He had dreams before when he was young, but then he was in prison. But he didn't allow... Uh, that situation, that trial to affect his future, right? He still kept pushing after the passions he had, after the dreams that God has placed in his heart. And, um, and then that reached Pharaoh, right? It reached the, the prisoners first. And then that reached Pharaoh, and he eventually saved the country, the whole nation, right? And so imagine you surrendering, right? And uh, allowing God to move through you and see how God will, you know, use you mightily. And another thing with Joseph that he he could have had, he went through so much, right? He went through so much pain and betrayal from his brothers, right? And he could have had so much hurt, right? And he didn't allow the hurt to affect the way he uh, was leading, right? He, he eventually forgave his brothers, right? And he allowed them, you know, he blessed them obviously with food and stuff. And he allowed um, them to live, right live uh, live in the country and stuff and so i just want to encourage you guys because something that's some uh that's something that god put on my heart is um to not allow her affect the way you disciple people you know because we all went through things and as a church we went through things you know but don't allow that hurt to affect you the way uh to how to disciple people amen you know just uh release that to the lord and let him uh like have a pure heart to lead people. Amen? And uh, and I have some uh, char- like characters from the Bible, like good and bad leaders. And as I read these, thing, uh, these uh, people, I just want you guys to, you know, have an open heart and um, see, see where you're at, you know, as a person, as a leader of Christ. God, what are the, where, where am I at? You know, do I have some good? Do I have some bad characteristics in me? And, and we're here to pray for you. Amen. And just to get rid of any self, any fear, you know, anything like that, and allow our, ourselves to be more like Christ, to lead so, he, so we're good influencers to this world. Amen. So, for example, David, he was a good leader. He, was, he had a heart after God. Amen. Like Saul, obviously, was a bad leader. He controlled with fear. And then uh, Daniel, 
He was an influencer. He was that example, right? Um, the Pharisees, they were obviously bad. Um, they stuck to their ways. They spoke false, you know, false doctrine. And they couldn't walk in the things that God ha- that had for them. Amen? And then um, Deborah, she was obviously good. She had compassion for the people. And she went after uh, what the calling that wasn't even hers, right? But she still did it. She went after it. Um, Haman was obviously bad. Uh, he was a jealous. Um, he was jealous of people's gifts um, and positions, right? And sometimes we could be there, right? We're like, oh my gosh, that's awesome! I want that, right? But praise that, like, um, be excited for that person when that person is lifted. Amen. Be there for them. We're, we're as a body. We're supposed to be one, right? So um, encourage each other. And obviously, Joseph was a good leader. He didn't allow trials and difficulties to stop him from walking in his call. Amen? Um, and Barak obviously was bad. He's the one that um, gave up his position to, and, and Deborah is the one that took it. And then uh, Peter, he was good. He, uh, he recovered from failure, right? And um, which was awesome. He didn't allow the failures of his life to stop him from um, keep moving forward. Amen? And the last scripture I want to end off uh, reading is uh, Philippians 2.13. It says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Amen? So God is working through all of you guys and giving you guys the desire and the power to do what pleases him. In Jesus' name, and I release that over all of you guys to do as well. And um, I just want to encourage you guys, don't, don't allow, um, you know, that title affect you. Don't allow it to stop you, right? Uh, we, as a church, we as leaders, as pastors, we encourage you. We want to see you guys grow. And it's not only our job as pastors, as leaders, to do everything, right? We, you guys have been here for a while. Most of you guys have been here for a while. And it's time to get up, right? It's time to get out of your seats and start fulfilling God's will, not allowing any complaints or fears or doubts to stop you. Amen? It's, it's enough. And, you know, time is coming, you know, and it's our time to go and fulfill and reach the city in Jesus' name. So come to us. Come to your leaders. Talk to them. You know, really pray on these uh, questions I have. Like I mentioned, the characteristics as a leader. God, I need to work on these things. Help me to be a great leader. You know, help me to become more like you, humble, loving, compassionate for the city. And also, um, what was the other one? Uh, Also, passion. You know, important. If you don't know what your passions are, pray that God reveals these things because it's important to because passion drives you that's what drives you and helps you like just keep on um going to fulfill God's will amen and um yeah like I said go talk to your leaders you know when you when you have these things say hey I want this is something I'm passionate about and they will help you they will be there in the process and help you and and figure out ideas what can we do to bless the city what can we do to bring people to the kingdom of God amen um, yeah, that's about it. Praise the Lord. Uh, so I just wanted to, amen. Well, glory to the, glory to God. Um, God is good all the time. Amen. All the time. God is good. Amen.